0: Cool, well Thank you guys for uh all taking part in this. Uh you know, I know it was uh you know, a hard-pressed endeavor for <laughs> you all to to do this, you know. Brewing beer it's a difficult thing to do. Um so uh with us we have uh Aaron and Derek and uh where you guys in uh, Minneapolis? Yeah, we're in Minneapolis. All right. And we got uh Eric who's down in North Carolina, right? That's, yep, yeah, that's right. And then Joseph, he's in uh I'm going to say uh, Delaware. There we go. Delaware. And uh, Nate is in uh, Ohio. And uh, I'm in the uh, lovely green state of New Jersey. So uh, let's see here. According to everybody, you guys, let's see here. Aaron, you did uh, lactose as your uh, ingredient. And uh, Derek, you did molasses. right? And uh, Eric, you had uh, the Abbey ale yeast. Mm-hmm and joseph added toasted oats and then nate added uh maple syrup yep okay. and then for myself i put mine into a uh an oak barrel that had bourbon in it for 2 months so Did you
1: use this recipe this space stout recipe
0: before uh have i used it before uh, maybe some bastardization of it at some point i, I don't know I, I just change recipes all the time
1: so,
0: it, yeah, I've been drinking. Uh, I have half of mine in a in a little mini keg that I've been drinking for the last couple of weeks, and nice. It's been uh, it's been flowing pretty nicely, so I'm I'm pretty happy with it. I hope you guys are too. I'll
2: actually be uh, pouring it tomorrow at a homebrew festival as
0: well. Nice. You guys are allowed to do that in North Carolina.
2: Yeah, the definition of allowed. <laughs> uh, I think it's kind of funny. Uh, but, uh, yeah, there's uh, we got like 38 homebrewers or something pouring beer tomorrow at a, at a homebrew festival. So wow. It
0: should be pretty interesting. That's pretty cool. I, I know in New Jersey we're not allowed to... Basically, if we're not serving it within our property, you, you can't serve it anywhere.
2: I think it's fine here so long as you don't charge for it, so long as you don't sell it.
0: Yeah, I think that's the way it is in a lot of states. Uh, New Jersey just hasn't gotten rid of... Uh, any of the prohibition laws, we're still living in, uh, you know,
3: nineteen twenties. Yeah, I some to contest, right? Yeah, last Octoberfest, a local uh, German restaurant hosted a homebrewing competition, so to speak, and and I was I was this well with what I was just going to say. In Minnesota, it's legal only if it's tied to some sort of judging. Competition, so we can pour homebrew um, our own homebrew if it's part of a competition. So we, we did it at this local German restaurant, but then the patrons had to vote for their favorite. And that's how it was made legal.
0: That's pretty cool.
3: So yeah, weird laws are out there
0: everywhere. Yeah. Joseph, have you uh, had to uh, or poured any of your beer outside of uh, your house at all? No, he hasn't. What about you, Nate?
4: So to speak, I passed it out, and uh, but I've never been the actual person to pour it.
0: You guys ready to try some of this beer? Let's do yeah. it. All right. So <laughs> let's start with uh, Joseph's toasted oats. And uh, while we're all finding his beer, all right, I think it's the one labeled Blogger Stout. Oh, okay. Um, maybe, Joseph, you can uh, try to <laughs> type to me uh, kind of what you did, why you chose... Uh, the uh, toasted oats for this, uh, so you substitute out the flaked barley for the oats here. I'm only gonna pour myself half a glass here. What? I said you're I'm gonna. You're well, not I'm gonna, gonna drink six whole beers. Uh, I'll, I'll drink them later, but not at this moment. Well, <laughs> Eric, you Eric, you can be our power drinker for the night. All right. No, no, that's cool.
2: All right, I'm actually going to make my wife uh, drink uh, some of these too, so I'm not, you know, face down on the keyboard by the end of this.
4: Hey, that's what I'm doing too. Actually, I'm going to go grab my wife and give her hers. Half of this. This looks good.
0: So Joseph says that. Uh, uh, so he substituted out the flake barley for oats, uh, then toasted them in his oven. Uh, he wanted basically wanted to keep it simple. And to the recipe without adding any crazy flavors. It's got a nice, decent head to it, too. Yeah,
1: definitely. Nice pour
0: on the sound. Yeah, I definitely get that kind of a mild (laughs) tone. Sorry. Sometimes uh, jokes just don't go well (laughs) when you read them and have to repeat them. Oh, come on. <laughs> All right, so I said nice head and uh Joseph said that's what she said. <laughs>
3: there you go. Michael
0: Scott. <sighs> so this is probably uh as close to the uh base beer as probably we're going to be having tonight. Yeah. And he used uh the uh w- what yeast did we decide on? 1056. 1056. Joseph you used the 1056 for this? Yep.
1: So Eric, you're the only one that
0: switched the East out. Yeah. It's it's pretty interesting. I also dried it out with uh, a little bit of uh, USO5. It's got a nice dry flavor to it. Now, this is definitely one of those stouts you can just keep drinking and drinking. It mm-hmm. yeah. goes down real smooth.
1: Yeah, it's just got a really nice clean
2: flavor
0: to it. I like it. Yeah, you said 5.6% alcohol.
2: I think mine came in um, significantly higher than that. Well, I don't know about significantly, but mine was closer to seven. Was it wasn't really? Yep.
0: Did you have a higher starting gravity then? I,
2: I did, yeah. I mean, I get so
0: you I got better, better efficiency, more. yeah.
2: I, I get like close to eighty-five percent efficiency in my system. So, wow. Um, I think I was just starting pretty high, and then with the Abbey yeast, it it kind of fermented out.
0: So. Well, I'd say nice job on this, Joseph. It's a good job. Yeah,
2: agreed. This is
0: fantastic. And you still got all those uh, nice flavors to it. Uh, You know, a little bit of chocolate, a little bit of, uh, almost a little bit of coffee in the back end there. It's real nice.
1: Am I right saying, Joseph, do you also decouperfully brew?
0: He says yes. Where do you brew, Joseph? Evolution Craft Brewery. He was at uh, Dogfish Head for a while
1: that's
0: what I thought I've never seen something about that so commercial brewer and home brewer mad home brewer I think is what <laughs> you've been coming to be known as <laughs> the only tweets we see from Joseph are about brewing right I don't know how you do it man you, you, you brew what three times a week two times a week at least a home brew
2: yeah that's insane
1: Wow, I like your pictures on your side with the the work coming
0: out, the colors. It's really cool. He says, "Uh, working on getting samples for his own uh, brewery startup." I think I think we're all <laughs> dreaming of that. I think, although you're probably closer to it than most of us. Anybody else here working on uh, plans for brewery? Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, working on a startup, and uh, I'll be doing my first uh, brew in a. Um, Seven Barrel System next week, so that should be fun.
4: Nice. Where, where are you doing that at, Eric?
2: I'm brewing at uh, Natty Greens Brew Pub in Greensboro, North mm-hmm. Carolina.
0: Cool. What are you gonna be brewing?
2: I'm uh, making a Scottish sixty shilling. Nice. With a, a shit ton of peated, smoked malt. Okay.
0: A smoky Scottish ale, huh?
2: Yeah, I like them smoky. So, uh, well, uh, I think I'll. I might be going a little high for uh, their. Their likes in the brew pub, but we'll see.
0: What what percentage are you doing? Like two percent?
2: Uh, no, it's higher than that. Um, I, wow. Yeah. <laughs> uh, when I give it to the when I give the recipe to the brewmaster, he was like, "Man, it might be a little high."
0: <laughs>
2: uh, <laughs> I've got the recipe here. Let me pull it up. Um.
0: Joseph says bacon is good. <laughs> three and a, three and a
2: half percent. So I guess it's not that much higher, but it, you know,
0: it's pretty
2: significant, though. Yeah, for, for uh, it's a pretty low-alcohol beer, too, so there's not a lot of, of other flavors sort of giving it a backbone.
0: Have you, Is this something you've brewed before?
2: Yeah, I actually brewed it up this weekend so that I could uh, have a homebrew version to compare with the version that I'm making over at the brew pub. And hopefully I don't, like, put them to shame. Of course, I'd just be putting me to shame, so that would be sad.
0: Yeah, Joseph wants to know if uh, you guys have uh, tried any of the other beers that he sent.
2: Not yet. Not
0: yet. Not yet. Th- no, not yet. I guess I'm the only one that's had actually all four of them. What you think? Uh, the, uh, the, uh, what's it? The one with uh, the chamomile in it. That was my favorite one. Uh, then the coffee, coffee stout, the saison de hibber That was my favorite one. Uh then the coffee stout was also really good. Tons of coffee. Uh, you know, really kind of right up in your face. To, you know the way I like coffee stouts. Uh, then there was uh, a winter, a cranberry winter, which was really good too. And then uh, there was a chili beer, which was, for me, uh, pretty intense. I- I'm not big on heat; <laughs> my palate can't quite take it. But the you know first couple of sips I had were were really good, and then the the heat really got to me on that one.
4: Is that the uh, the
0: uh, white, white heat? heat? Yeah. Oh, awesome.
4: Yeah. yeah, that's a that's a good name for a beer.
0: Yeah, yeah. Joseph really says that, uh, that he he's working on tweaking that one. Uh, I I just thought the uh, the chilies were. After the fourth or fifth sip, just overpowered me and I couldn't quite take it anymore. <laughs> Sorry, Joseph, but. <laughs>
2: Joseph, uh, how mo- You're gonna have to relay this, but uh, yeah, where did you put the chilies, and how much did you use, and and what kind of chilies, and all that good stuff.
0: Uh, I said five minutes is when he put the chilies in. Uh, in he halfed them and tossed them in raw. So I imagine they weren't de-seeded or anything either. Awesome. So you get all the heat from the seeds.
3: Looking forward to trying those. Yeah, thank you for sending those.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Says, of course.
1: We opened our boxes and we were like, why didn't we do that? <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah. (laughs) I was able to, since uh, Joseph's probably the closest one to me, I was able to. uh, Oh, and by the way, I have to let everybody know that I I totally messed up and didn't send Nate his beer. I sent it out this morning, (laughs) a little late. Um, That's why we're trying that one last. Really last. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I've already apologized to Nate. You know, complete oversight on my part that's no biggie so how about we try uh... aaron's uh... lactose next (laughs) what does it look what does it look like
1: it's the one with ms on the cap
0: now aaron uh... you explain uh... kinda what you did for this one
1: so it didn't didn't change the base recipe really at all Um, added a half a pound of lactose um, with five I want to say five minutes. In the boil. Pretty straightforward fermentations. I think I bottled it on February first, and as of last week, i cracked a bottle and it was still pretty light on the carbonation. So I'm curious what you guys are getting.
0: That's still, I mean, it's got a, it's holding the head, but it's small. Yeah. It wasn't quite. It's about half the size of what was in uh, Joseph's. Um, but it's still, it's holding together. So, how much uh, lactose did you use in here? Half pound. Holy mm. crap. It's, it's amazing how different the two beers smell.
1: Yeah, it's. I,
2: it smells just like lactose.
0: <laughs> uh, Joseph says uh, it's sour. I feel bad saying it, but my forward co work at Dogfish Head agrees, and it is. I get that same too a bit of sourness on it.
1: A little bit, yeah. Yeah, I I know what you guys are talking about.
0: Is that from the amount of... of I've never worked with lactose. I've never used it before. Um,
1: This is my first try at it, too, so if Joseph has some technical info, that'd be cool.
0: Why did you uh, go with half a pound on this?
1: I got a buddy that uh, has brewed some milk salts in the past and it's kind of his suggestion, just not a quantity. So
0: it was really that was that was really kind of the the only criteria that it
4: went with. What do you think, Nate? I actually think it's good. I like the little sweet kick to it, and I think it's mine. Isn't I I, I had to step out for a second, so I might have missed some of the conversation. I had to give some of this to my wife who's upstairs, but um. Wife, it's get missing. downstairs. <laughs> well, otherwise there'd be TV in the background. So, That's um. Fair. But uh, it's lacking in carbonation, but I think I caught the tail end, maybe carbonated it late. But um, no, I, I, I see the sourness, but it doesn't bother me at all. I think it's pretty good. you guys think
1: the sour is, I mean, from the lactose, like kind of a milk sour thing, or is it like lactobacillus sour?
0: That's not lactobacillus like that. sour. No. Not, not to me. It tastes more of a dairy. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Joseph says it's sanitation. Um, oh really? I got it's very sweet and a little sour. It kind of
1: yeah, no, that's good feedback.
0: Did you did it uh, taste like this before you bottled it, or has it changed a lot since you you or did not try it before you bottled it?
1: I, I split half the batch and I, I kegged it and I actually brought it to a New Year's party. And at that time, I think it was I don't think it was as sour as it is now. So maybe kind of. To the sanitation point, maybe there was something along the lines when you know, during the bottling process. But it went really fast.
0: <laughs> well, that's good. Uh, Joseph wants to know, uh, when did you add the lactose, the boil?
1: Yeah, five minutes.
0: Do uh, any of you guys do podcasts on your websites?
1: I do not. No, I've never done a podcast. I've done a couple of videos, but um, more just kind of quick little snippets of my brew day.
0: Yeah. Aaron, uh, Joseph says uh, he says that's when you're supposed to add it. So, you added it at the right time. It well. Yeah. All right, shall we, uh, I guess we can uh, move on to Eric's if you guys are ready? Sure, I can I'll do it. it. Don't you think it's got, it's got BB? BB? Yeah, it's yeah. just
2: a really, a really crappy magic marker on the right top.
0: Now, right off the bat, Eric's, it's uh, not. Very carbonated. At least mine. Yeah. I got no like pop when I open the cap.
2: Yeah. So I was running out of CO two when I was bottling. I was wondering how many would uh, would come out. Mine's actually okay. I bottled mine on the same day that I bottled yours because I yeah. went off of the keg.
0: Yeah. Joseph says uh, his is barely carved Mine. Yeah. Hardly, hardly has any head, to, head it. to it. Yeah. It's yeah the same. The same. Nate, I think we're getting some feedback on your uh, microphone.
4: Oh, is that right? You know what, probably I hold on, I, I took out my headphones and turned the volume up real loud so I could run another beer up for my wife. <laughs> I'll be right back, alright? No problem. But just to, just to put my two cents in, mine's the little flax on the carbonation tube.
2: Yeah. Yeah, I had a leak in my CO2 system, so I wasn't sure how this was, uh, what was going to happen when I put this whole thing together. Yeah, it's a shame. So you used uh, like a counter-pressure filler to fill these? Yeah, I actually usually just bottle out of my tap, uh, but what I do is I, you know, pop all the CO2 out and then I recarb it to to fill, and when I popped all the CO2 out, I realized that my tank was empty. Um, Ouch. But since I was shipping so late, I had to go ahead and fill on what I had, so it looks like I lost a bit. I mean, there's carbonation in there, you're just not getting a nice good head or anything like that. Right. smells nice. It's got very roasty. Phenolic. It's got this crazy phenolic that I always get off of this yeast.
3: Yeah, very peppery. Mm-hmm.
2: It tends to to go away after a little while. This is my second bottle that I've tried this.
0: Yeah, I have to agree. It's got a, a lot of like that pepper. Which yeast
3: is this? This is a Belgian strain,
0: right? Obviously.
2: This is the uh, Abbey, uh, the White yeast Abbey yeast. I forget the number
0: uh Joseph wants to know or he says it's it's very dry and clean he says is it all grain it's a little thin
2: it is all grain.
0: that the the yeast in this really does change the quality or not the quality but the uh the character of the beer a lot
2: oh, yeah it's yeah. A, it's a completely different beer from like say like joseph's which is basically our our base right right yeah it's a completely different flavor
0: it's still it's got a lot of like that. Chocolatey roastiness to it, with that that peppery kind mm. of dry finish. Uh, Joseph says uh, the yeast is uh, highly attenuative, uh, making it thinner. Makes mm-hmm. sense. Yeah, I think uh, you know a little more carbonation on this one, and uh, would have would have been. Uh, Joseph says well done. By the way. Oh, thanks. <laughs> yeah, it's uh,
2: it really it's a real shame that it lost it. I mean, out of the keg, it's wonderful.
0: Yeah, I mean, just without, you know, it's more of an appearance thing uh, yeah. and a little bit of a mouthfeel. But, uh,
2: yeah, it'd be nice if it had a little bit more pop. Yeah.
3: Eric, this is Derek. Very good beer. What, do you mind if I ask what temperature you fermented
2: at? Uh, it was actually real cold. Uh, it was um, over my Christmas break, so the house was at my constant temperature of about 60 degrees, so it was real cold for Abbey East yeah
0: and it's still fermented down all this way
2: It fermented for like three weeks oh okay i mean it it just took forever to get out
0: uh Joseph wants to know what the uh, finishing gravity was
2: um, off the top of my head, I don't remember, but I do have it in the other room um
0: run <laughs> no, I'm, <just> kidding. <laughs> Damn it. I'm connected to headphones.
2: Uh, <laughs> Um. Yeah, let me go get
0: that. Hold on. This uh, reminds me a lot of the uh, Allagash Black. I'll not had
3: that one, but I imagine that this wouldn't be
0: like. And Joseph is agreeing with me. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, they. They have the, the, well, they don't use uh, the Abbey strain. Uh, they use actually a, um, the strain for their white beer, their wit. Um, they pretty much use that on all their Belgian beers, but. Uh, it does have the similar characteristics to it. You know, a little bit of peppery, dry, a little bit thinner mouthfeel. Um and I think in these beers it really kinda brings out that roasted characteristic. Hey,
2: hey. hey. So, um my original gravity was one point oh six eight and I finished that at one point oh one two.
0: So you actually you were much higher than uh what the recipe was.
2: Yeah, I got so, significantly higher gravity than, than the recipe. Like, you know, than the uh, guess was in the recipe. Like I say, I get really good efficiency in my system, so it was it was pretty high.
0: You said 1.002 or 1.012? One, 12. One, two. One, two. No, okay, yeah. Joseph said, uh, holy sheet, finishing gravity of 1002.
2: no, no. No. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I say you might have some kind of yeast in there. That would be pretty <laughs> awesome, but no. <laughs> Molasses or uh, maple syrup? What do you guys uh, want to drink next? Hmm. All right. Let's maple eat. syrup it is. Okay. <laughs> uh, Joseph says that uh, his gravity was uh, 105.9 and finished down to uh 18.
2: Wow. wow. Oh, Nate's running us upstairs again. Yeah,
4: yeah. No, I'm still here. Oh, did I get feedback again? It's an echo. echo. Okay, my bad. Let me plug these in.
0: Alright, so uh, this one here is Nate's beer. I can see a little, uh, before I even open it, I can see like uh, yeast in the neck of my bottle. We got the same thing here it must have yeah, been the same. transit oh yeah on its side yeah
4: yeah I apologize bad shipping I
0: think we all shipped worth. them on the side too <laughs> um,
2: can't control which way UBS is holding your
0: box yeah it looks like all of us had uh, a little bit of yeast on the side so uh, Nate you want to tell us about uh, about your beer
4: Oh yeah, you know what there's there's I accident unintentionally I had two changes. I used a different yeast strain. Um simply because I brought bought all my stuff the day before at my local homebrew shop and they didn't have the what were we were using. I can't remember uh I think I used a London strain instead of the American strain. And um the uh the the maple syrup, there's honestly not a lot. The only reason is because I've never brewed with maple syrup, and I had no idea that real maple syrup costs that much money. <laughs> <Yeah>. um, <laughs> it's really expensive. <laughs> yeah, so I went and I bought um, as much as I could for $12. Um, but I I uh, added the syrup in the last five minutes to the boil. And, uh,
0: I, I, um, you can really smell
4: it. Can you? I, I didn't smell it since I poured it. But... um.
0: I can I can smell it completely. Definitely. Yeah. My opinion
4: I got I got the flavor that comes to it to me is less than maple syrup, it's more like um uh minerally. But um but yeah, that's basically it. And I ended up a little bit higher gravity than the uh, a little bit higher A B D than the recipe predicted and I can't remember what it was. I think it was like six one is what I ended up at and I, I would attribute that I guess to the syrup, even though it wasn't a great deal.
0: I can I can smell the syrup a lot in the nose, but not really much in the flavor. And there's kind of...
3: Is anybody else getting fruit? I'm getting a lot of pear
0: and apple. Yeah.
2: Mm-hmm. It's going to be from the London yeast.
0: Okay. Uh, Joseph says uh, fermented maple syrup is a little weird. Uh, he says, uh, very well done, Nate. I can get it in the nose as well. Dark uh, pit fruit. Mm-hmm. So it's really changed the. Well, yeah, so yeah, the yeast changed a little bit too, but mm-hmm. the, really changed the dynamic of this beer with the maple syrup. You, how much did you add?
4: Oh man, uh, my basement is a mess, and that's where I keep all my room stuff and <laughs> <including> my notes. <laughs> <laughs> Organization is not a gift, but um, uh, it was a big bottle, the biggest I could get. I would guess it was like, uh, 16 ounces. That's all. That's probably a. Decent
0: amount. It was decent. I probably. I mean, usually you're adding a pound of honey or something, you know, just to get that honey kind of nose. So, I think 16 ounces of maple yeah. syrup. Yeah, that's a lot. Let,
2: let me tell you a story about when I made a maple syrup beer. Um, I made a uh, uh, an amber. Uh, it was like I wanted this really light spring beer, and I was going to throw in some uh, some maple syrup. Uh, to make it like you know, it's spring, right? It's like, you know, maple time and that crap. So um, uh, friends of ours had given us a a gallon of maple syrup, you know, a big friggin' jug of maple syrup. And uh, in my mind, I was like, okay, what I really need is like a pound of maple syrup. I'm going to throw that in the end of the boil. It's going to be great. And in practice, I poured the entire jug of maple syrup in because in my brain, I was like, yeah, a jug, it's a pound, right? Um, It turns out that that's like 15 pounds of maple syrup. (laughs) So what I came out with was, like, you know, I was expecting this, like, 4% alcohol, like, really light ale with this really, like, light maple note on it. And when I uh, I came out at the end and I had something like a 15% alcohol barley wine that was, like, almost entirely maple. Uh, it, it's like, one of the biggest brewing mistakes I've ever made, the maple syrup is so crazy when it ferments down like that. I mean, it was, like, it was, like, drinking schnapps. It was maple schnapps. It was unbelievable.
0: Uh Joseph says, uh first of all I, I didn't get this, say, but uh he says, Nate, this is a very good uh nice and he says it takes uh forty gallons of sap to make one gallon of syrup, so Yeah. Thank you. But uh, yeah, fifteen gallons of uh or fifteen pounds of syrup, that's uh it was ridiculous. Not not Nobody- to mention expensive. I mean, I oh, mean, you're I talking about the, stuff like seventeen dollars a pound. I mean,
2: yeah, well, I got the jug for free. You know, we got friends from Vermont who apparently their their parents just like bring them jugs of maple syrup all the time. So They're like, "What the hell are we going to do with all this?" I'll make beer. It'll be great. And uh, and it took us like six months to drink it.
0: <laughs> Nate says audacious. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not Nate. I'm sorry, Joseph. <laughs> no, I think this is. Uh, I think this is very good, Nate. Oh, thanks. Agreed. Yeah. It's a definitely um, Joseph has agreed too. It's definitely different than uh, everything else we've had so far. So I think I've, so far all of us have, or all of you guys so far, uh, is something different, which is really cool.
4: Yeah, I was quite surprised at the variety of flavors off. You know, a pretty basic recipe. Oh yeah,
2: this is the kind of educational thing that I mean. You can just take away so much just from something like this where you're you're seeing what little variations are just like what one ingredient does to a beer. Yeah,
0: I think That's why I want to keep doing these a couple times a year. It could be fun.
4: Yeah, I'd definitely do it again. I'm in.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, just, Joseph asks, uh, did you guys mash out at 168?
2: Uh, I generally mash out at 170.
3: 170?
0: Yeah, it did one uh I think I was at 171. Somewhere around there. I think oh, I was it might have been a little high. Alright, so uh up next, uh Derek and do his uh molasses edition. And I assume that's the one with a B on the top. Alright. Nice head on this one. Yeah.
3: Yeah, my house stays relatively cool in the wintertime. Three weeks and I wasn't getting any carbonation, I finally had to move it to... no uh, windows where it didn't get cold and the heat was off. Finally, it carbonated.
0: Wow. The aroma it's on good. this. <laughs> yeah,
2: it's fantastic.
0: Yeah, this is one of those beers you can just keep smelling and... although oh, it does yeah. lead to it does lead to a lot of anticipation about what you're gonna drink though
4: you know good aroma
0: you got to have a good beer behind it yeah there's a really
4: nice head on mine it smells good Joseph
0: says uh molasses plays really nicely into this one
3: Thank you joseph what does what does molasses contribute because I've never actually had a molasses beer and and i I, I I admit I'm having trouble figuring out what this what it added to this.
0: I think it added. I'm getting it's...
3: smoke, but I'm getting. I, I want to say there was smoke in in, in the base recipe because I got that with everything. With all of them.
2: Yeah, that's, you. I mean, you, we've so much roasted grain in this recipe that you're going to pick up smoke no matter what. Um, I mean, if you think about what molasses is, it's uh, essentially um, when you're refining sugar. Mm-hmm. Um, you're removing molasses from, you know, the white sugar is essentially what you're doing. Um, and so you're just adding it back in. Uh, I mean, it's non-fermentable, mostly The a lot of the flavor compounds in there, and then the rest of it is just, you know, a bit of sugar. Yeah. And that'll uh, Jos- that will ferment
0: Joseph says it's uh, it's big, in, in the nose, big time.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: But, I mean, e- e- I mean, brown sugar is, you know, the sugar and molasses together. Mm-hmm. So you're getting a lot of that brown sugar kind of, uh, aroma, and then you're getting a lot of sweetness, uh, from the molasses. I think, uh, doesn't, uh, Lagunitas use a lot of molasses making, uh, brown sugar? Probably. I don't know. I don't think they actually used brown sugar in their beer, but I'm, I, I might be mistaken,
4: but. You know what it smells like is, um, if you're made, if you guys ever made candy sugar for your beer... It's like right, like when when the tail end of the candy sugar, if you're making a dark candy sugar, you you heat it up as hot as you can get it, and it caramelizes it instantly. And that's exactly what this smells like and tastes like. It's really good.
0: Joseph says exactly. It's, it's, I mean, a great aroma. And, and, you know, it's got a big aroma, but it's not, the flavor is not detracting. It's it's nice sweetness, and it's still there with the, the roasted. Grains and and the the darkness of the beer. It doesn't overpower the beer, but it adds a nice quality to the beer. Yeah, it's really good. Yeah, Joseph says uh, this is the best so far. Thanks,
4: guys. Yeah, I think
0: this is this is fantastic. We only got one left, so. <laughs> well,
3: the bourbon one's the one I'm looking
0: forward to. Nah, sorry, Nate. <laughs> oh man, that's
4: cool.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry. You'll, you'll get it. You should have it on Tuesday, and uh, you can. Uh...
4: Yeah, I can't wait to try it. Seriously,
0: as I know you said, you, uh, I read some posts. You said you were really picky about uh, the bourbon flavor in beer. Uh,
4: yeah, I'm. I, I'm like ashamed to admit it as a beer geek, but I'm just not a huge fan of bourbon beers. From the ones that I've tried, there's been a few that I've tried that I've really liked, but. um I don't know. I can't tell you why, but usually
2: they let me down. Most of the time Wh- I feel like there's just not a really good balance between bourbon and beer. You know, like it's it's so overpowering. That
4: exactly. I feel like I'm drinking like a, a beer-flavored whiskey instead of <laughs> a whiskey-flavored beer, you know. True. But, uh, mm-hmm. but I have found some of that. I've liked. Uh, Joseph
0: wants to know, uh, Derek, how much molasses was used. And uh, to Nate, uh, Sam doesn't like bourbon beers either. mm mm-hmm.
3: I, I knew that someone was going to ask that question. I want to say it was either 12 or 16 ounces. I don't remember. I got the number from Sam's book, Extreme Brewing. He talked about an Oktoberfest with molasses, and I took the amount that they used for that beer and used it in mine. And I don't remember what it is offhand. I apologize.
0: Uh, Joseph says, wow, well done. And uh, me, that's yeah, probably a good resource to look at. <laughs>
3: Has anyone brewed that the Oktoberfest with molasses? I thought that was interesting, but I've never tried
0: it or is it is it a logger? Yes. Yeah. A they, they logger. I don't have any loggering capabilities, or at least uh, you know, uh, other than throwing it outside and hoping that the temperature stays consistent outside.
3: Where are you in, M- in Montclair?
0: Yeah.
3: Is that far enough from the coast that it gets cold and it stays cold, or? <laughs>
0: Um, well, I'm like 20 miles outside of New York City, so, um, not really. I mean, so but we have s- snow on the it's ground. Practically tropical. <laughs> I grew up in Maine, so yes, this is practically tropical. <laughs> no kidding. <laughs> yeah. Where'd you grow up
2: in Maine? In
0: Bangor. Yeah,
2: that's awesome. I'm from Maine. Whereabouts? Um, about four hours north of Bangor.
0: Portland and uh, not, uh Presque Isle?
2: No, like an hour north of Presque Isle.
0: That's, uh, Canada. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <it>
2: <laughs> my mother lives in Orono right now, so there you go.
0: Uh, Joseph says most of Maine is Canada. <laughs> it is, yeah. And he called my lovely state the armpit of America. Thank you. Oh, man. <laughs> He's from Delaware, isn't he allowed to do that? <laughs> yeah, like, Delaware's much better. No, just kidding. <laughs> it's America's chicken farm, That's cool.
1: It's Coast Smack
0: Talk. We have no idea what you guys are talking about. All right, so enough of uh, bashing states here.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> Let's uh, move on to uh, my bourbon, bourbon stout here. Now, it is... Uh, if you don't like bourbon, I, I don't know. I mean, it's pretty heavy on the bourbon. This is all an experiment for me. I got the... Uh, uh, basically a straight oak cast. It, it was just a, a medium toast, uh, two-and-a-half-gallon cask that I, uh, I put uh, Elijah Craig bourbon in for about two months, and uh, then so I dumped half of this batch into the oak barrel, let it sit for, I think it was about two weeks, and then I blended it back to the uh, with the original other two-and-a-half-gallons. To uh give you what you have now, I actually don't feel like it's really super bourbony. i i thought i thought it was pretty good the uh, you know there's a lot of bourbon and vanilla and oak on the nose and
2: there's definitely a ton of oak
0: yeah yeah, and a lot of vanilla too, and you know it's a new it's a new uh it's a new barrel, so you know you're gonna get that with a new barrel. Yeah, you know, but I had it, so I wanted to use it.
2: <laughs> it's, it's just the coolest thing. Uh, I as soon as uh, as soon as I have space, I'm totally getting a little barrel.
0: Yeah, it's it's two and a half gallons. Um, I got it on eBay uh, for forty dollars, I think. Um, nice. I, I, th- I think I'm going to get another one, so I can put wild beers in one. And
4: I've got my eye on one right now from your recommendation. Yeah,
0: I think I'm, I'm, I'm going to get two more. I, I, I'm i going to age one with tequila and then put a Saison in it, I think. I think that might be a good mix. Yeah. Uh, Joseph says there's a, a lot of oak to liquid ratio in small barrels compared with big ones. Um, and I knew that going in. That's why I only did half the batch in there and blended it back. And I only did two weeks in it. So, I, I knew there'd be a lot of oak and... A lot, uh, you know, just a lot of flavors on this tiny beer, you know. Stuff, you know, five and three, uh, you know, five point four percent beer. Uh, Joseph says uh, I like the subtle flavors of the bourbon a lot.
4: Mm.
0: So I, I also used a very good bourbon, since I could. Um, I used a, an eighteen-year bourbon. So it was already fairly smooth and, and not a harsh bourbon to begin with. So I felt that would uh, maybe make it a little bit more subtle and kind of smoother was my how you, thinking. You, how do you pickle the, the uh,
3: barrel, so to speak? I mean, how much, how much did you use it? Did you have to roll
0: it? Yeah, I used uh, I used, uh 1,500 milliliters. So it's it's a it's a um, it's a ten ten liter barrel, and I use one and a half liters of bourbon, and I just kept rotating the bourbon in the barrel. Every time I looked at the barrel, I just turn it a little bit, okay. and and I did that for two months, um, and the oak sucked up probably I'd say three quarters of that. Wow. Yeah. Well. But the uh, bourbon that came out of it was amazing. I mean, it was half. You know, that was half the fun right there was being able to improve on the bourbon that I had.
2: (laughs) Drink of bourbon, yeah.
0: Yeah. Joseph says I should have filled the barrel all the way up with whiskey, but (laughs) if maybe I'd won the uh, Powerball, yeah, I might have. So. There there you go, that's uh that's my beer.
2: Nicely done. Yeah. Well done.
0: Thank you. So wow, now I got uh we all got six half drunk beers to finish off. <laughs> God.
2: It's gonna it's gonna
0: be a long night yet. Yeah. <laughs> Fun night.
4: I thought you guys were all drinking the whole thing. I've been rushing to keep up. <laughs>
2: I've been pounding these suckers. What are you talking about?
0: <laughs> then you guys are better men than me. God.
2: No, I gotta. I gotta admit, I'm. Uh, I'm lactose intolerant, so uh, I've had very, very, very little of the. Uh, the lactose beer. Mm.
4: I'll
2: make my wife drink that one.
0: So, do we want to pick a winner or no? It's up to you guys.
2: Oh man, I didn't know that this was a competition.
0: That's not a competition. <laughs> Maybe it's bragging rights though <laughs> i'd have to give it to the to the
4: molasses <laughs> me too. I like the molasses one it's a good
0: deal, yeah, I agree with you guys, and uh, Joseph says between the bourbon and the molasses so uh, Derek, congratulations, I think we uh, will declare you the uh, first brew off winner, and um, with it goes uh, all the uh, glories of being the brew-off winner <laughs> <laughs> thank you and, and just to echo Aaron's
3: thoughts I appreciate you putting this together it was, it was a lot of fun to be part of I, I, I've always loved the interactive brotherhood of brewing so to speak and this is just another level to take it to and
0: it's been a lot of fun <laughs> <laughs> uh, jo- 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 Joseph says uh, your flavor flavor size metal being shipped Joseph shipping it (laughs) I mean that's why I put it together I've uh, you know some of the podcasts I've done in the past I've started bringing in uh, other bloggers to to join me in them Um, and I just kind of took that and uh, went with this thought it would be kind of fun to get a a bunch of home brewers together who all have beer blogs and uh, see if we could uh, come up with something that would be fun and enjoyable and kind of help one another, kinda of promote our, our websites and uh you know, have some fun doing it and drink some uh what I hoped would be good beer and as it turned out was good beer. So yeah. uh Yeah we got lucky tonight. They were all good. Yeah. Cool. Well I'm glad you guys had fun. I sure did. Absolutely. And uh oh, this has been fun. It has. Oh, really I appreciate you guys all participating. Uh Joseph agrees and uh, until next time,
2: yeah, right. cheers. 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 <laughs> <laughs>